VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And we thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on VCY America. Ladies and gentlemen, so often on Crosstalk, we've discussed how children are being targeted in our secular culture. I mean, we've talked about the many influences that seek to lure children away from moral values to question right versus wrong, even in some cases to get them to alienate themselves from their own parents, to keep information from their parents who might not affirm certain things. There's also the indoctrination that's taking place in our culture today into the promotion of aberrant lifestyles with the intent of normalizing that which is abnormal. And so many times children are getting caught in the crossfire with all of these things that are going on. So many children across the nation are just headed in the wrong direction and need to be reached for Jesus. But the question is, who's going to do it? Today, we're going to introduce you to an organization that is focused on reaching children in every nation, every day, every child, every nation, every day. Joining us today, we welcome two guests to Crosstalk uh, from Child Evangelism Fellowship. John Luck is with us, assistant to the president there. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jim. Thank you for having us. Also, we have Fred Pry with us, assistant vice president for Child Evangelism Fellowship. And Fred, nice to have you with us as well. Thank you, Jim. It's a privilege to join you today. So, John, we're going to start with you here. Child Evangelism Fellowship, or commonly referred to as CEF, you're not the new kid on the block. I, I know the ministry of CEF actually goes back 85 years ago. So, John, give us a brief history. Well, it was back in 1937 that Jesse Overholzer started CEF, and uh, he did so after reading a sermon from Charles Haddon Spurgeon. And in that uh, sermon, he came across a section that said, a child of five, if properly instructed, can as easily understand and respond to the gospel as an adult. Well, when he read that, uh, Jesse Overholzer was like, he didn't believe that was true. But he had such respect for Spurgeon that he began doing an experiment. He began sharing his faith with children. And sure enough, Children were understanding the gospel. They were responding to the gospel. Their lives were being changed. And God used that particular incident to lead him to found CEF with a threefold purpose, to evangelize boys and girls, to disciple them in the Word of God, and to establish them in the local church for growth. Mm-hmm. All, all three, so so important here for, for young people today, but I, I just want to push you further on this question of why children, because I, I remember some years ago I had someone contact me believing that we as a ministry were placing too much energy or emphasis on reaching children, that we should just focus on adults instead, and they actually told me that kids are safe until the age of 12 before they reach the age of accountability. How do you respond to that? Well, first of all, I would say why children? Well, Number one, children are actually the largest segment of our population. Approximately one-third of the world's population, or about 2.5 billion people, are kids under the age of 15. And secondly, they're the most fruitful mission field. Uh, George Barna, in his research, indicates that of those who today trust Christ, approximately 80% came to know Christ before their 15th birthday. That same research by George Barna indicates that when a person reaches age 21, the probability of their responding to Christ, accepting Christ, drops to 6%. So they're not only the largest mission field, they're the most fruitful mission field, they are also a major biblical focus. Uh, You find over 100 references to children just in the four Gospels, and then you find numerous references to children throughout Scripture when you see, uh, for instance, Jesus at age 12 is in the temple discoursing. The little boy in John 6 who has the loaves and the fish. You see Josiah comes to uh, the throne as an eight-year-old. You see Samuel called as a young boy. You see David as a teenager. And so Scripture is replete with examples of children 
who God is using and God is calling. And we believe that children need to be given the gospel at an early age, but we want to make sure they understand it. We don't want to manipulate them. Mm-hmm. And we have specific ways that we do that in CEF. Uh, Fred, tell us about your passion of reaching children. Well, sure. Kind of going along with that question that you just asked, uh, John, I, I think it goes back to my own personal story. Coming to Christ at the age of nine, um, it's, I was brought up in a Christian home, but, I, but uh, God doesn't have any grandchildren. He only has children. And even though my parents were saved, I knew that I was a sinner in need of a Savior, and I made that profession of faith, and it was real for me. And, of course, I've seen that in our own four children and numerous years, over the 20 years that I've been involved with CEF, seeing boys and girls come to Christ mm-hmm. and having their lives changed and having parents say that they've seen their lives changed. I mean, even the fact that uh, as we do ministry around the world, and specifically here in America, I know of several churches that began because children came to Christ, they, they took the gospel back into their homes, and the families were transformed, and churches began because there was a changed, it all began with a changed child's life. So it's just amazing the reality that of children coming to know Christ and what that does in their life, but in the lives of parents and the church itself. And as we look through all of church history, I mean, there are many notables uh, that that uh, we look at having such great ministry, but it, they came to faith in Christ as a child. Yes. Hmm. Um, so many of us think of CEF. When they think of CEF, they think of it being a United States ministry. But, John, your, your outreach actually extends around the globe. So give us a glimpse. Well, we are uh, in many, many nations, almost every nation on Earth, um, and so CF has active ministry in eight regions of the world uh, in approximately 200 countries. And so um, God has given us a very, very broad ministry. In fact, about 96% of the children who hear the gospel in CF are overseas. 4% are here at home. Now, of course, obviously, there's a whole lot more population overseas, so that stands to reason. But CF is a very international ministry. And, John, if you can, I'm going to need just a little bit more volume out of you there. Uh, we're, we're well aware of the devastation right now that's taking place in Ukraine, but you're actually, CEF is actually ministering there. So tell us what's happening with uh, CEF and Ukraine. So when the war started in Ukraine, uh, we had 70 workers inside of Ukraine. And um, they are Ukrainian nationals that have been trained and equipped by CEF. And so we started Hope for Ukraine. And really, uh, within just a matter of a few days, we were distributing Do You Wonder Why booklets. Those are booklets that are designed for kids who are experiencing some sort of tragedy. And they're asking questions about, why did this happen? How am I going to cope? How am I going to get through? And so that booklet is designed to answer those questions. We began printing those booklets. We're printing 5 million of those booklets for distribution in Ukraine and in the surrounding countries that have refugees. Uh, We have already distributed about 2.5 million of them, and uh, God is using that as a great, great way to share the gospel with many, many children in Ukraine. And uh, of those 70 workers, uh, some of them have been displaced, and they are still working, whether it be in a refugee camp in Romania or Poland or one of the other countries, Mm -hmm. or whether it be somewhere else in Ukraine where they've had to relocate to. Also, if you would give us a word about SPAN. Yes. So SPAN is what we call uh, Sponsor a National. And so CF... uh, about 96% of our staff are nationals working in their own country. And nationals know the language, they know the culture, they understand the government regulations, and they're not going anywhere when political crisis takes place. So we concentrate on training nationals to do the work. And that SPAN program is a way of supporting them. We have a threefold strategy. That strategy is train, equip, support. 
So we train them. That is giving them the training not only of how to evangelize but how to disciple. We then equip them with materials for the teacher and materials for the child for discipleship. And then support is a financial element that allows them to focus on evangelism and discipleship. Friends, you're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America, and our topic today is reaching youth in critical times. And I'm sure you'll agree with me that we are living in critical times. And sadly, I've seen so many tragic situations in which children are being raised, and it's like they've got no hope. I mean, in, in the surroundings, the settings that they are in, who's going to reach them? And 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 it's like they are, are they're being raised in order to lose in life, so to speak. Here's a ministry that's come alongside to to reach youth in these critical times. John Luck is with us, assistant to the president of CEF. Fred Pry, assistant vice president for Child Evangelism Fellowship. And friends, we're not just talking about something that's out there. We're going to be personalizing this as well through the course of this program, how you can get engaged in this aspect. So we've kind of looked at some of this uh, worldwide ministry that is taking place. And friends, uh, pray for CEF and their outreach to children, to youth around the world. But Fred, you've been engaged in U.S. ministry in particular. And if you would, first of all, introduce us to the Good News Clubs. Uh, tell us what's happening right here in the States. Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, Good News Clubs are one of our our main ministries of CEF. We've been in schools and in communities and homes and community centers with the Good News Club. It's, a, it's basically a, a school round or a, it's, it's built around the school year primarily. And so when we are, we're in many schools around the nation, of course, COVID had an effect on that. We had to shift gears and move them to community centers and churches close to the schools. But the ministry continued. We pivoted and it continued. And we still reached boys and girls through our Good News Club ministry. It's really a discipleship ministry. It has an evangelistic, of course, thrust to it. But we know as we children come back uh, week after week, We're going to be sharing the gospel. They're going to be coming to Christ. And then through that period of time, we start to disciple them and encourage them to start attending a church, encourage them to talk to their siblings, talk to their parents about attending a church. And we're really, our goal is to to help disciple them, but then to connect them to a Bible-believing church in their local area. And it's powerful. We have thousands and thousands of Good News Clubs going on throughout the year, and it's just powerful to see what God is doing. We see, in fact, I have a story of a young lady that soon after the um, Supreme Court decision that opened the public schools to CEF in 2001, her name's Kayla, and she came into the she started attending a Good News Club, and because she started attending it today, she has children of her own, and they're engaged in CEF, and they continue to be engaged in CEF, and they are excited to do Good News Clubs, five-day clubs, and Christmas party clubs as well to reach children like Kayla was, a child like Kayla was, because she sees the value in, in ministry into the into, directly into the schools and the Good News Club. Friends, we're going to take a quick break here. We're talking about reaching youth in critical times. And I trust your heart is burdened for reaching young people with the gospel message. How can you get engaged with us? Stay tuned. You're listening to Crosstalk on the VCY American Network. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, creation author with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, was Genesis written as poetry? No, it wasn't, Chris. But this has been a favorite claim of liberals subtly indicating that Genesis was a work of art and not meant to be taken as literal history. But this has been shown to be false. At the Institute for Creation Research, we've investigated this claim. It was found by statistical analysis of the verb tenses used in the Genesis account of creation that it's about the least poetic passage in all the Old Testament. It was written as sober narrative history and was meant to be understood by its readers as history. Of course, even if it were poetry, it doesn't mean it's not to be believed. Who says God can't write with flair? But he wrote Genesis as a sober historical account, and we need to believe it as such. Let's go back to Genesis and get it right. To learn more about creation, get our free DVD called That's a Fact. Call us at 800-628-7640 and mention the promo code FACT. 
Reaching Youth in Critical Times, our topic here today on Crosstalk. Uh, Friends, I hope you agree with me. We are living in critical times, and we see all that's unfolding and and the the crucial necessity of reaching young people with the gospel. I mean, that's why here at our headquarters, VCY America, we have several ministries that are designed toward youth, whether it be our VCY Birthday Club ministry, our Mailbox Club ministry, the the camps that we hold uh, at at, at Trail Ridge, reaching young people uh, with the gospel message. Uh, We do that, the resources that we provide. But uh, when you come to realize, as John Luck had shared, one of our guests today, 80% of, of people who have come to know Christ as Savior did so before their 15th birthday. It is an absolute imperative that we are reaching young people with the gospel message. Fred Pry also with us here today, both of them representing Child Evangelism Fellowship. And Fred, you were telling us about the Good News Clubs, and I, I can right, right away hear, you know, the balking going on. You mean uh, these clubs that are happening in schools, uh, Good News Clubs? I mean, is that legal separation of church and state, but you mentioned the Supreme Court ruling, and I know our our dear friend Matt Staver at Liberty Council has been intimately involved in paving the way legally for CEF to to have this impact in schools. Yes, it was amazing when that uh, Supreme Court decision came down and the doors that it opened for us to reach boys and girls in the public school. It's amazing. It's, it's, Matt Staver says this, it's taking a high-powered Sunday school back to the public school, and I've, I've shared this as well. It's taking the Bible back to the public mm. school, where once it was taken out, now we're able to actually uh, sing songs about the Bible, praise God. We read the scriptures. You hear the children memorizing verses, reciting the verses. Um, and it's just amazing as we're able to teach the Bible right there in the public school to children. Teachers stand in the halls. Uh, the, the custodians stand around. They listen. Uh, it's just amazing what God is doing. In fact, we get invited. There was one school district in California that recently uh, approached our state director and said, we want you in all of our schools. We wow. see the value in this, and we want you here. And so that door you know, was open wide to CEF coming into the school and, and really giving them the hope that every child needs and they lack in the world in which we live today. Did I hear you... Uh, uh properly in the last segment. Did you say thousands of these clubs are happening? That's correct. Yes. Yes, thousands of them. Now, uh, I, did, I did add that caveat about uh, of COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. That did have a profound effect, but we right. were averaging around 5,000 of our Good News clubs uh, throughout the country wow. that were meeting in public schools, and it's just amazing. Um, again, are there more schools that we could get into? Absolutely. And as we introduce this to churches and to individuals, they get excited about it, and they say, how can I do that? Wow. And then we show them how to do that. Yeah, and we're, and we're going to sh- talk about a specific way coming up here for Christmas but in, in just a moment. But but you're saying, because I can hear a lot of people saying, I wish we could have a Good News Club in, in our public school in our district. If, if, if people would like to see that happen, how how do they get engaged? What's the process? Yeah, there's a couple different ways. Actually, we have 400 offices around the country, and one of the easiest ways is to actually just go on CF's website, and on the website you can actually just um, type in, I'm trying to think of it off the top of my head, it's chapters at, excuse me, chapters.cefonline.com, chapters.cef online.com, and they can search for a chapter based upon their specific zip code. And so once they contact that chapter, then that chapter can actually talk them through and walk them through uh, actually how to accomplish that, how to get involved. Okay, again, that's chapters.cefonline.com. That's correct. Great. Well, we are less, believe it or not, I looked at the calendar, we are less than eight weeks away from Christmas, and and that's why we're having you on this time right now, because you're actually doing a major push to have Christmas party clubs all across the United States of America. So, gentlemen, if we could have you unfold that for us. Sure, I'd be happy to jump in on that. Christmas Across America is something that we've been doing for, for some time, and we we have a a just a a wonderful opportunity at this time of year through our Christmas party clubs to bring the Christ of Christmas to children everywhere in this nation. And that's exactly what we we want to do. Kids love Christmas. Kids love a party. It's a perfect time to share the true meaning of Christmas, 
Of course, that's the gospel, isn't it? And, you know, when you read Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11, it talks about the good news of great joy, which is for all people. And that, of course, includes children. And, and the announcement was that today, at a moment in time, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord, was born. And that's the message, and that's the message we want to share. And, and it's exciting. There's so many children that they don't, they don't know what Christmas is about. They're, you know, they're not going to get it from the media. They're not going to get it from all the advertisements. And with 80% of the children not attending a Bible-believing church, where are they going to hear it? They need to hear it from believers, uh, those that care for them, love them, and want to share that message of this great news, um, good news of great joy uh, that's for them. And why is that important? It's because course, the needs of children. You've already mentioned that several times, but they're hopeless, helpless, hurting, and full of fear in this broken world we Mm -hmm. live in. And Christ is the answer, period, exclamation point. He is the only answer. There's a lot of people trying to figure out other ways, but he is the answer. He is the one that gives hope, the one that provides the help, that comes alongside and comforts the hurting and deals with the fears that they have. He's the only one that can truly do that. And so it's exciting to just to see that, that we have this opportunity and, and the door is, is open wide. We're hoping, we're, hoping, we're praying. In fact, we, we just started 50 days of prayer because we are praying for at least 5,000 Christmas party clubs to take place across this nation and reach hundreds of thousands of children through the Christmas party club and people can get involved. And it's the same way I mentioned it with the Good News Club. They can get on and research, get on our chapter finder, go to, get on our website at chapters.cfonline.com, and they can get plugged into a training. Um, so we offer training. We offer equipping with the materials to teach a club, uh, a Christmas party club, and we'll even come alongside and even do the teaching if necessary. And then we support by what's really interesting is if there are people out there that want to do this and they're willing to sign up to to teach two party clubs, two different locations, two party clubs, we will even provide the material free to them to use. Um, So we're going to unfold some of this, but folks, first of all, let me ask that you join the team at CEF in prayer, praying for 5,000 Christmas party clubs. That comes out to about 100 per state across this nation. But think about the impact that that can have to reach multiple thousands uh, uh, through these Christmas party clubs. Um, And uh, so let's unpack some of this. Now, you have a lesson series called Emmanuel. Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. It's brand new this year. It's called Emmanuel. Of course, that comes from Matthew chapter 1, verse 23. And it says... uh, it, it tells us what that means, God with, with us. us. And that's mm-hmm. the great message, isn't it, that God came to this earth and became one of us to save us. And again, and, this, this is local church-focused. Yes, it is, yes. We will come and alongside the church. We'll help them. We'll prepare them. We'll teach them how to teach the lesson. We'll provide it for them. And they can go into their community and really attract the children and families to an event like this, and then, of course, invite them to their church mm-hmm. as well. And I understand that then you have kits to send to a church. Uh, so what, what, what's in that kit? Yeah, so the kit contains all kinds of things, but basically it's going to have a song in it, uh, a simple craft that can be taught um, and accomplished through, through the party club itself. There's a Bible lesson, of course, that teaches specifically this theme of Emmanuel, God with us, there's a Bible verse that they will learn, and they'll play a fun game around that Bible verse, and once so that helps them to remember it, uh, go go away from the club, memorized with that verse memorized, and it's just it's uh, just a powerful time. There's uh, snack ideas uh, there that they can incorporate into their party club, and of course we even encourage churches to even do something else have have you know set up your typical christmas decorations and even provide some some gifts for the children and for the families as well of course we don't know how many children would come so we don't provide that mm-hmm. as part of of 
of what we do, but we provide even the training. We'll help them. We'll come in. We'll do a, uh, what we call a Christmas Party Club seminar, train them how to use the material, or, like I said, we'll even come alongside and provide the teachers as well. Wow, wow. It's amazing. Uh, I am guessing that there are those listening right now who said, you know, I could do that. Uh, I, I'd like to be involved in reaching children right here in, in my community. I'd like to be involved in the Christmas Party Club uh, where I live. How do I do that? So those listening right now, do they talk to their pastor first? Do they call CEF? What is the process? Okay, so if they want to get their church involved, yes, I would recommend, highly recommend they talk to their pastor first. And either they can reach out to us, they can set up a meeting where the CEF staff person comes and visits with them and the pastor. Uh, it can be just a phone call. It can be even with the children's pastor. It, it all depends on the size of the church in many cases, but CEF is willing to come alongside and really help the church reach the boys and girls in their community and connect the, those children to their local church. Mm-hmm. And that's what's powerful about this is because CEF isn't, isn't the church. We're part of the church, but we are here to help the church, to minister, to help them to serve them, and help them reach their community for Christ. So are they needing to reach out to their specific chapter for this? Yes. So they will do the same thing. So once they talk with their pastors, say, hey, I'd like to get involved with this, uh, you can do this, by the way, you can do this with as few as two people can actually conduct a Christmas party club. So we're not talking of 30, 40 volunteers here. And because it is a one- or two-time event, if you're teaching two party clubs, it really is a, is a shorter commitment. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's during a busy time of the year, but again, I think we've already shown that this is a powerful time of the year to share the gospel and to evangelize boys and girls. Scripture says the Father sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. What better time to proclaim it? Exactly. Uh, and uh, friends, again, the website chapters.cefonline.com. Uh, to find that nearest chapter uh, by you where you can get engaged. Uh, for those who have uh, additional questions, they don't have online access, can they call the main ministry number at CEF as well? Oh, absolutely. Yes, there would be no problem for them to call our f- main phone number, which is, um, I don't have the 800 I, number here <laughs> available to mm-hmm. me, but I'll give you the regular number. It's uh, 636 456 4321. Again, folks, that's 636. Eric Code 636 456 4321. And uh, if people call and say, I need more information on the Christmas Party Club? Yeah, that's all they have to say. In fact, they'll give, be given a prompt, and it'll say one of the prompts is uh, to contact USA Ministries, uh, dial this number. And if they just dial that number, it will come right to the USA Department. Okay, so look for the calling that number and getting that USA number. Friends, we're right up against a break. Uh, We're going to have some more information, but also uh, would like to open our phone lines on Crosstalk as well. If you have some questions about reaching young people with the gospel in these critical times, some uh, questions here pertaining to CEF, the Good News Clubs, the Christmas Party Clubs, our number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. you want to just call with a commitment to say, I'm committing to pray that they're going to have 5,000 of these clubs here across the nation this Christmas, 800-733-9829. In September 2022, Frequence Crosstalk guest Alex Newman delivered a powerful presentation exposing the Great Reset at a VCY rally. Now, we've had this problem before, even in the not-too-distant past that the state is God. The government is God. We could call it Godverment. People like Karl Marx, Chairman Mao, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin. That's what happens when you worship things that are not supposed to be worshipped. Statues, demons, fake gods, computers, yourself, money. See Alex Newman reveal the plan of world leaders as he delivers this full presentation exposing the Great Reset spoken at a VCY rally. We are making copies available on DVD, which includes his PowerPoint presentation for a donation of $15. Call VCY at 1-800-729-9829. 
Reaching Youth in Critical Times, our topic today on, on Crosstalk. John Luck is with us, and Fred Pry from Child Evangelism Fellowship, or CEF. And again, uh, on today to talk about the Christmas party clubs being held in places all across this nation, praying for 5,000 clubs. Friends, you can be some of that 5,000 uh, by by contacting them either through the phone number or, or, or going online to chapters.cef online and just sharing that burden. And one of the nice things about this uh, here, Fred, is that it doesn't matter where people live. I mean, they can be in a large metropolitan area. They can be in a small rural area. It doesn't matter. They can be involved, correct? That's correct. CEF is in every state of the nation. And I understand, John, that you're actually holding such uh, Christmas clubs all, all around the globe. Uh, yes, we are hoping to hold them all around the world in many, many nations. And um, it is potential that we will reach as many as 10 million children mm. in Christmas party clubs around the world this year. My, my. And uh, without giving location, I understand you're heading to a country even tomorrow. Yes, yes. I'll be going to a country tomorrow and participating and promoting and launching that with pastors and churches. Oh. And it'll be a wonderful, wonderful time to uh, for people to get trained, to get energized. And that's really what we are about doing is helping uh, churches and helping individuals reach into their communities with the gospel and to take advantage of the interest that is there at Christmas time, particularly among children, so that we can share with them the true meaning of Christmas. Amen. Well, friends, we've got uh, an open line yet here at 800 733 9829. Let's begin with Joe in Laval, Wisconsin. Hi, Joe, you're on the air. John, Fred, Jim, I really want to thank you, gentlemen for identifying the source of all hope for, you know, our generation and all generations to come in such crazy times. But I must admit that I personally do not feel that I'm up to speed or up to snuff and being able to raise well-adjusted children. Mm -hmm. So I was aging through my Bible, and I saw 1 Corinthians Corinthians, uh, 7, 8, in which St. Paul writes, to the widows and the unmarried, it is right to remain so. And I was wondering, just amongst the three of you, um, you know, am I misinterpreting that? Was Paul just writing to the unmarried Corinthians and saying it's good for the Corinthians to remain unmarried and presumably childless because we ain't married, you know, we can't have sex, right? But I, I was thinking, am I just taking that a little too far in terms of applying that to my situation yeah. where I'm unmarried and he's seemingly uh, more apocalyptic times? and I don't have enough hope to raise up children, so okay. I'm not having any. Just okay. your thoughts, please. Thank you, Joe, uh, for your call here today. And uh, we'll see if our guests have response to it, but let me just say this, that you do have to look at the overall context of that passage, and then uh, the context of Scripture itself, where it does tell us to be fruitful and multiply. Uh, John or Fred, either one of you want to respond here to, to the caller? I, I'll, I'll just quickly say that I agree with what you just said, Jim, and I think that you know, if you look at the overall context of the Bible, obviously the Lord said to be fruitful and multiply, and the family plays a important part, you know, husbands and wives and children and marriage, and all of that is there. And so I think that uh, there may be people that God calls to be single, and that is certainly fine and well, And but if he calls them to that, it is so that they can spend their life serving him, and uh, dedicating their lives to to being a, a, a positive witness in whatever context they find themselves. Well, uh, let me just say this. This month of November of 2022, the world's population is to cross the 8 billion number this very month. And uh, the, that, that, that age group of, of young people, that the, the prevalent age group, is so important to reach them with the gospel uh, during such times. And that's really where our focus is today here on the broadcast of reaching them. Uh, let's go to Sue in Eagle Point, uh, Oregon. You're on the air. Hi. I uh, just cannot say enough about CEF. I've been a volunteer for 10 years mm-hmm. at least. I do want to say this to encourage people to volunteer Yesterday was Halloween in Shady Cove, which is a small little town 
we still are able to pull kids out of the classroom, which meant we would be interrupting their Halloween party. We, had, we left the option up to the kids if they wanted to come to our club or to stay with their class party. We had seven kids that wanted to come to our mm. club instead of the party. One of them was a brand-new girl that had never been, and she ex- would given a clear explanation of the gospel, and she accepted the Lord. It is worth every minute you can be involved in. It's the best ministry I've ever been around. And, and here in the Rogue Valley, we use uh, Christian Youth in Action, which is part of CEF, to help with the Christmas parties and the Easter parties and the various um, other things, which is teens that have been well-trained to present the lessons. Great. Well, God, we're rejoicing, uh, certainly in that testimony, that young person who placed their trust in Jesus Christ as Savior yesterday. Sue, thank you for sharing that, that good report. Thank you, man. And uh, others of you may be involved in teaching in Good News Clubs and just have a, a report on how God is using this to reach young people. Uh, these turbulent times that we're in and young people being reached with the gospel. Again, our number here to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. 800-733-9829. Let's go to Dallas, Texas. Patricia, you're on the air. Thank you. I just wanted to call in and encourage you people over talking to the children about this. I am 90 years old now, and I was dramatically saved when I was two years old over the Noah story. And I have lived my whole life, sang in church. My mother played the piano. But what I want to say is, very young, the words from the Father and the words from Jesus that they gave to me has just made a difference in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, from the beginning, I knew who each one of them were, and they told me very, very young, always read the little tiny words. They have great meaning. And I was told, be fearful and anxious for nothing, because I have you in the palm of my hand. Mm-hmm. All through, when I was eight years old, that I was the missionaries came, and they did the Noah story again, and I just got dramatically healed all over again at the altar and just asked, do you want to go deeper so that you can go higher? And I said, yes, yes. Hmm. And when I was 22, the same thing happened again, and it's happened a couple times. So my whole point is reaching the children young. It made a dramatic difference in my life, and I just love you guys for what you're doing on there. Thank you, Patricia, for your call here today. Uh, lives changed at young ages, and and uh, sometimes uh, we we feel, Fred, that uh, you know what what sense is it? But my young, precious lives being impacted by the gospel. What a what a tremendous testimony! Yes, yes, a- amen. It's just amazing. Um, hear those stories. I'm just so encouraged as people have called in and given their given their personal testimony and how they feel it's so important to reach children mm-hmm. for Christ at this age. It's just amazing. And friends, you have the opportunity to do that for another child. Yeah, I mean, by by even hearing this information, you have the opportunity to be that 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 bearer of light, the bearer of the gospel, the bearer of the good news. To, to young people in your community. And I, I, one of the things you stressed here is that uh, this is not a, a, you know, a long commitment as far as week after week after week for many months, but this, this is one or two clubs that, that, a, that a person is engaged in to, to, to reach out to the young people in their community? Yes, yes that's, that's correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, folks, uh, you can go to chapters.cefonline.com chapters.cefonline.com to find the chapter nearest you. Uh, You may also call them at 636-456-4321. 636-456-4321. We've got uh, Jose calling in from Pasco, Washington. Jose, you're on the air. 
Yes, Brother Jim, I had a question. Uh, what do you think about the harvest activities? We just had one yesterday in our church. Uh, it was on Halloween Day, but should we stay away from such mm-hmm. things like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I commend you for having a, a you know something harvest related uh, uh, and reaching young people. Uh, thank you for the call here, and and that's really what you're trying to do as we focus in on these Christmas parties, uh, Fred. You're wanting to reach young people using that that time that is there. Uh, many young people don't know the real meaning of Christmas. Uh, you know, they, they, the carols are sung, but uh, in some stores when they go shopping, or or they'll see perhaps a manger scene at the courthouse or something else. But to really know the message of Christmas is so vitally important. Uh, yes, it is, and and yes, I would commend you for you know giving an alternative. I think it was Paul that said, "Hey, I, I use every means possible to reach some," and so he was one that had a desire to use whatever situation he was in to use that opportunity to draw people to Christ and to share the message. And so a harvest party certainly gives that opportunity, and uh, I think it's a wonderful time. Um, but, yes, it leads right into Christmas party. In fact, we, we've said hey, that um, we, are, we are encouraging people to start now. Uh, since we hit the month of November, they can begin teaching party clubs now. There's no reason why they need to wait till December. And, of course, they can go into January and February as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, friends, it begins with getting the information and getting the training and the tools and being equipped uh, for teaching these effectively. Uh, again, you can reach out to CEF at 636 636- Four five six forty three twenty one. Maybe your life has been impacted by CEF. Maybe you teach at CEF. Pick up your phone. Give us a call here. Eight hundred seven three three nine eight two nine. That's eight hundred seven three three. Nine eight two nine, John. I know. In addition to these clubs, these outreaches like the Good News Clubs, the Christmas parties, and others, you've got other uh, resources available. Uh, devotional books, even online ministry to reach young people. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we have two series of devotional books. One is called Every Day with God, and the other is called a 60-day devotional book. The Everyday God is for the earlier reader, and then the 60-day devotion is a little more advanced. But we have uh, multiple uh, versions or editions of that that provide devotions that are written for kids. And so uh, Warren Wiersbe actually reviewed these devotions for kids and said it's systematic theology for children. Mm. So, so how, how, how can people obtain these resources? Through CEF Press. If you go to CEFPress.com, you could order these resources, and they are available through them, very reasonably priced. Uh, there are other types of resources, such as a little booklet called Meet the King. That is the life of Christ from the announcement uh, to Mary by the angel all the way through the ascension of Christ. And so it's a 16-page booklet, The Life of Christ Written on the Level of a Child. So there are other types of resources that are similar to that that uh, could be uh, available to kids. And So we encourage you to check those out as well as... Uh, online, we have... Uh, tell you what, we're up against a break right now here, John. We'll be back in just one minute. Uh, this is Crosstalk on VCY America, our number 800-733-9829. Uh, they'll tell about their online ministry, and then we'll get to Nancy and Martha and others as you call. Stay with us. We'll be right back. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. In 1924, before he died, Lenin declared, quote, first we'll take Eastern Europe, then the masses of Asia, then we'll encircle the United States, which will be the last bastion of capitalism. We will not have to attack. It will fall like an overripe fruit into our hands, end quote. Well, today we see that Bolsonaro has reportedly lost the presidency in Brazil. The numbers look a little funny, like maybe some voter fraud. Well, no shocker there. The incoming president, well, he's aligned with communists. He's aligned with Iran. And now, all through Latin America, Central America, South America, we have people aligned with the Marxist and the Islamist, the red-green axis. Lenin told us they would have an alliance around the globe with Marxists, but he didn't know about the red-green axis then at that time. And now we're surrounded, and they're trying to collapse us from within. 
I'm Brandon House. This is Crosstalk coming your way from VCY America. And friends, yeah, we deal with a lot of heavy issues. And as a result, uh, wow, what a breath of fresh air today's program is, reaching youth in critical times and certainly being that uh, that uh, light to young people to share the good news of the gospel with them in times like these. John Luck and Fred Pryor are with us today from Child Evangelism Fellowship. And uh, just before we go back to the phone lines, John, you were uh, telling us you've got online ministry as well. Beyond the, the books like 60-Day Devotions and Every Day with Jesus, you have online ministry available as well. Uh, yes, Jim. So uh, really during the pandemic, uh, CF, of course, had had face-to-face ministry with kids for years, but all of a sudden that face-to-face ministry was not as possible in most places. And so we pivoted to online ministry and established a lot of digital ministry with animated Bible stories, radio stories, dramatized stories, and all of that can be found at cefonline.com slash unite kids. So those are some wonderful, wonderful resources that uh, parents can use, and it's a a safe place for kids. Anything you find there is going to be wholesome. It's going to be biblical. It's going to be teaching kids truth instead of teaching them something that's false. Let's go to Nancy in Greenfield, Wisconsin. Nancy, you're on the air. Hi, I just wanted to stress that there are other ways that we can help. Um, I've been involved in teaching and being a group helper, but also with our treasures to give so that we can uh, train more and mm-hmm. have more reach more of the schools. Recently I was talking with a high school student who is a homeschooler, um, and this is a wonderful opportunity for parents who are homeschooling for their children to learn how to communicate mm-hmm. uh, with others about the Lord and to give Gideon Bibles, those pocket Bibles, I had an experience where these um, young people around 10, 11 years old, talking about suicide, and when they opened God's Word, he he touched them, he spoke to them, and they came back the next morning telling their other friends who's having trouble sleeping, who, who are just very sad and anxious about God's Word and that mm-hmm. Jesus has the answer and uh, yeah. the love. And so um, also a high school student, um, a homeschooler, said, I am so glad my mom is homeschooling me. That, that my, these people my age, they're so sad, and they're getting uh, so much many lies and hurtful things that are abusing them emotionally, spiritually, even physically. And so CEF, um, is having a uh, like a thirty thousand dollar matching um, uh, thing going on where just encourage people mm-hmm. you know, just give a little bit and if we all do we can make a difference. Thank you, Nancy, so much for that call and making a difference and and helping to supply the resources for clubs. Um, uh, Fred is so important. Oh yes, the resources that that people can. Can use it's they're so important because these are resources that are are theologically reviewed they go through a stringent process to make sure that they they meet the children where they're at mm-hmm. they communicate the truths at their level and we have seen just years and years of results you know this is just a, a bit of proven method that CF has used and God has been blessing it and that's why we've we reached over 16 million children uh, last year and other years prior to pandemic, uh, closer to 25 million. Wow. So it's God is just blessing the materials and and of course they're based they're biblical right. materials they're based on the scriptures. And friends, God's word will not return unto him void, but will accomplish that which he pleases. Let's go to Martha, at Boise, Idaho. You're on the air, Martha. Yes, I wanted to also share that we have a homeschoolers co-op that meets at our church, and the high schoolers, and some of them are dear friends of mine, have come to our senior Sunday school class and ask us to participate by providing treats Mm. and prizes for the kids that learn scripture. And it was such an answer to prayer how we could get involved in the community itself 
with the kids who are so in need of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Martha, thank you for sharing that. Uh, and again, here it is, uh, re- reaching out. To, so we got the, the homeschool co-op and reaching out to seniors to, to come alongside and help, bake some goods, have some prizes. Uh, it all works together in reaching children. Let's pick up one more call here. This is uh, Mary Beth in Gilbert, uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Hi, Mary Beth. You're on the air. Hi. Hey, I had a question. Um, you mentioned earlier that... Um, Children under 14 are more open. Uh, they have more of a propensity to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious, what age groups do Good News Clubs address? So uh, our target ages for Good News Clubs are 5 to 12. So that basically is sometimes it's kindergarten, but first grade through fifth or sixth grade. That's the target age for Good News Clubs. Okay, thank you. Great. Thank you for the call. And uh, again, friends, uh, the Good News Club's underway, and now the preparations for Christmas clubs taking place. Gentlemen, we're down to uh, just a little over a minute, uh, so I'm going to ask each of you just to share what you want to leave with the listeners, and John will have uh, you start uh, start us here today. We just want to say thank you to VCY for the opportunity to share today. I want to thank people for praying for the Christmas Party Clubs, and thank them for getting involved, and together we can make an eternal difference for the glory of God. Amen. Fred? Yes, you know, with uh, since I just mentioned the target age, there's about 30 million children in that target age in America, and with only 80% of them attending a church regularly, um, it's a, the need is great. The harvest truly is a plentiful but the labors are few, few. So I invite all the listeners to get involved in some ways, because Jesus said, let the little children come to me. Amen. And that's what we want to do. John, Fred, thank you both for being with us here today. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, friends, again, you can reach out. Again, their goals are to evangelize. Their goal is to disciple. Their goal is to establish these young people and their families in Bible-believing local churches, and you can get involved with them as well. They're praying right now for five, uh, uh, praying for all of these clubs here. As we mentioned, 5,000 Christmas party clubs. And uh, be praying. Join them in prayer for that. If you want more information, cefonline.com or chapters.cefonline.com. You may also reach out to them by phone 636-456-4321. God bless you, folks. Thanks for joining us today on Crosstalk. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Take Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.